Let me give you some dating advice. Are you looking for a special place for a special person for a special date? Well, I'll take them to Garden Bar and Grill located in La Habra and Pico Rivera. Good food, good service. Be there. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to Nashville. Sorry for not giving you a Friday show. I was really busy. It's been a really busy week. I had my son all week. It's not an excuse, but I was just busy. I just couldn't, I didn't have time to record. And I apologize because a lot of you guys look forward to the Friday show because who wouldn't? This is the best podcast. And why would you not look forward to the best podcast ever? We had Nov on the show last time. As I promised, we'll have him on again. Um, this time he's going to speak a little more because I told him that he's not a guest. I'm not interviewing you. Do not wait for a question. Speak like we're speaking on the phone. And me and Novel, we had some good conversations. Well, we always have good conversations on the phone. So anyways, what's up, Novel? What's cracking? What's bracking? What's good? What's bracking? Whatever. Speaking of bracking, um, DMX. Not DMX, game. He said bracking. That's a blood game. Games, the games, the blood, right? Yeah. So game. This stuff went viral, and a lot of people were talking about this guy because he did post something about like your woman should stay home, clean, cook, and give you bomb sex, and a guy should pay for everything. Um, um, you know me. It's not that I'm against it. If you're a man and you could afford it then more power to you for the man. More power to the man because you could do that. We are, we're not all rappers. We all don't have that kind of money, especially living in California. It's, it's very expensive and you need two incomes unless you're a really famous tattoo artist or a drug dealer. It's kind of hard. <laughs> it, it's kind of hard to do it. So I posted. No, what, what, what he, he said too, before you go with uh, what you posted, he posted, and if you ain't got it, go get it. So, like, if, if he, he's saying if you're not a rapper or you don't make a lot of money, you need two jobs to support your woman. And it, that just absolutely makes no fucking sense to me. Absolutely none. But go ahead with what you said. No, he's a, he's a jackass. Like, he's an idiot. This is the same guy who just got busted for domestic violence. He just, yeah. like... I mean, how many how many times has this guy got caught cheating on his chick? So yeah, stay home, cook, clean, give me sex when I want sex, but I'm gonna cheat on you, and then when I'm in a bad mood, I'm gonna fuck you up. Let all these stupid chicks are reposting this fucking moron. You chicks are fucking idiots, jackasses. Bro, I, I I could probably guarantee he got that domestic violence because his girl probably confronted him on fucking cheating on her. You know what I mean? She's probably like, who the fuck was this and blah blah blah, and he's just like, yo, I'm tired of your shit, bitch, and then smack. And you know what's I, <laughs> exactly. And you know what's funny about that is I get, I actually just recently I took my notifications off my DMs. I don't get notified for DMs anymore. I don't want to live in DMs. I don't want to stay in DMs. A lot of people have shit to say because I am very opinionated. So I feel like if you're a winner and I'm a winner, first of all, nobody talks about losers. Nobody talks about losers. People talk about winners. I'm a winner, so people don't talk about me. Let's be honest. So I feel like I get the DMs, the hateful DMs, people reposting, even tagging my name, or not tagging my name, whatever. But people hate. But that comes with the territory. But I feel, this is me. If you can't text me or call me how you feel about me, 
I could give a fuck because that means I don't know you and you don't have my number. So what you say in DMs, I could care less about. If you have a problem with me, call me. Or you can't call me because you don't have my number. And you don't have my number because I don't give a fuck about you. There you yeah. go. Fuck. No, that, that's 1,000% that's right there. So I did, I did, I did shut my DMs off, my not notifications. I even went private just for for a little bit. I just want to, I want to be off social media, not off it. I'll post my shit and get off. I don't want to. I have a lot of shit I gotta focus on, even a podcast. Like if you want to know about my daily life and, and my opinion on shit, then go on the podcast and listen. You know what I mean? Like let's be honest, let's do that instead. I have a lot of things let's going subscribe on. Subscribe and listen. Thank and you. And me, I, I don't give a fuck. I don't care if you have my number. You can call me up. You can text me. You can do whatever you got to do to talk to me about whatever the fuck I said and you don't agree with. I, I don't care. you just wasting your breath at that moment. And that's why you have a podcast. Yeah, so I, I just don't give a fuck. And all of you girls that are over here saying like, oh, yeah, you got to pay for my rent. Bitch, you, you, you can't give a man that much upper hand on you. And how are you going to get mad at Rocky? Because I support his shit. Like, I support what he wrote. I was about to repost it and everything. I just I, I just didn't. But how are you going to get mad at him when he's telling women to get a career, to focus on school, to get a good high-paying job? Why would you give a man that upper hand on... Fuck, what happens when, when the man gets mad at you and kicks you out and you ain't got a dime to your name? What's going to happen then? What's going to happen then, Rocky? What are the girls going to be able to do? And you know what's funny? Yeah. It's funny you say that because I did get a, a lot of DMs on girls that were actually in that situation where they were telling me, like, you know what? I was a, you know, I had a, I had a, a good man, good job. He told me to stop what I'm doing and just take care of the kids in the household. And I did that. But at the same time, I'm on his, like, I'm not on his bank account. You know what I mean? So, it, a lot of stay home moms, and you know my baby's mom is a stay home mom, and she's an amazing stay home mom, and that's and that's that's more of a job than it is having a regular job. That's a twenty four seven job. Definitely, that's so, something I could never do. I'm not taking anything from that. Just hear me out on this. This is all I'm saying. Just hear me out. What happens? And this happened to a lot of girls. What happens when a game situation where he does cheat on you, where he does hit you, and he kicks you to the curb, or you want to leave? A lot of girls don't have a penny in their bank account because all their money finances are from their husband. It's not like the husband is giving them, oh, here's $1,000 a week for allowance. I mean, maybe some do that, but let's be honest, most don't do that kind of crap. You know what I mean? So what happens when you get in a bad situation where he does hit you, he cheats on you, or whatever the case is, and you want to leave him, where do you go? And not everybody has parents that go back to their parents or their family. Some of these girls have nobody but the husband or, or, or the boyfriend. They have nowhere to go. They can't, even, they can't even leave in their car because the car is under their man's name. They're, they're just, they have no career. They have no money in their bank account. And now they have, they have nothing to fall back on. So all I was saying is, when I say have a backup plan, I don't say be prepared, like, be be prepared to like break up with your man because all men are bad. I'm not saying that, but you need to be smart about shit. There's too many girls that they're almost held hostage. They're a prisoner in their house without knowing they're a prisoner in their house. You're a pri when you have no money in your bank and you have no backup plan to leave your man, you are a prisoner in your own house without even knowing it. Yeah, so don't get stuck in that bullshit predicament. And that's all you were saying. So anybody that was coming out with the negative 
comments and negative words to you. Like, don't even pay attention to that shit. Because over here, all these people are all these women that were agreeing with it. Like, I, I don't think they knew that extent to it. They were just thinking like, oh, yeah, a man has to pay for a woman. I like them old school and blah, blah, blah. Don't you know your motherfucking grandpa was cheating on your grandma? Probably had like 18 babies in different fucking states, different countries. And you're over here, I want the old school love. Your grandma put up with a lot. Why? Because the bitch didn't have her own money to go and get herself an apartment exactly. for the fucking kids. So you dumbasses out there thinking that, oh, yeah, I want the old school love. Well, guess what? That old school love comes with that old school love, that love that you dumbass women ain't fucking ready for because you don't want to get cheated on. You don't want to have the fucking the ass whoopings and all that shit that your grandparents went through. Your grandma probably went through a lot of ass whoopings, a lot of women calling her phone saying, hey, guess what? I'm with your grandpappy. So when you guys say like you want that, be ready for that because th that, that manifestation out there, when, you, when you're thinking like, yeah, I want this, I want this, you're going to get it. And what are you going to do when you have it? What are you going to do when you ain't got no job, you ain't got no money, and you want to leave your man because he was DMing some other girl or sending fucking hard eyes on her comment section? Where are you going to leave? Where are you going to go? Back to mom's house? Back to dad's house? Y'all are so stupid when it comes to that shit. You brought, up a, you brought up a really good point as far as, like, back in the days. Like, back in the days, bro, girls have no say-so, no rights. Like, the girls were only friends with the husband's um, friend's wives. It was, like, one of those things, you know? So, girls had no say-so back in the day. They shut their mouth, and they cooked, and they cleaned, and that was that. And you stood your ass home. You gave me sex when, when I want to have sex. If you want to buy makeup or anything, you'll ask me for money, and I'll give it to you like a little kid, like a little baby, asking your daddy for money. It is not like that no more. And I don't no, know. Absolutely not. And it, wasn't, and it wasn't the man giving the woman money, bro. The man would take the woman shopping. Hey, the wife needs something. The wife needs makeup. Okay, man takes the wife shopping. He didn't give her money. He went and bought her what she needed. That's more like a pimp because that's what pimps do to hoes. The yeah. hoe wants an outfit. The pimp goes and buys the hoe an outfit. The hoe wants shoes. The pimp goes and buys the hoe shoes. He doesn't give the hoe money. The hoe does what she does, brings the pimp back money. You know what I mean? And the pimp spends the money on the hoe. But people ain't ready for this conversation. They, they just don't fucking know. And for all you girls out there, once again, that are saying that's what you want, you want a man to take care of you financially, how about a man take care of your soul? How about a man take Ooh. care of your heart? I think that's what's more important. Wow. Go get your own money. Go get your own career. Go do what you got to do to better yourself so you ain't relying on no man for his love or his money. Love yourself. And you're gonna you're gonna reciprocate that love when you truly love yourself. You're gonna reciprocate that that man that loves himself and wants to share everything with you. And then you'll have your own money. Then that man's gonna be like, you know what? It's on me. Yeah. Because I see you got you and I got me, but we have us. You get that? We have us. Don't take but care of once, me. Take care of my heart. Again, take care of my soul. That conversation, yeah. bro. They ain't ready. Yeah, like you said, take care of your heart. Take care of your soul. Like. The rest, the rest is materialistic shit. But you know, take care. You know, that's good novel. That was, yeah. This is my podcast, bro. You need to calm down a little bit. You're taking over. So yeah, um, I'm glad we both agree on that. I do want to get another topic, but want to take a small commercial break. And novel, welcome back, bro. This is the energy that I've been 
wanting since season one, episode one. So, bro, I had so much espresso earlier. I'm glad. Like, I'm, I'm so hyped up. I'm glad, bro. So we'll be right back after this commercial break. This episode is brought to you by. I have a lot of friends who are self-employed, tattoo artists, barbers, hairstylists, makeup artists, even OnlyFans. You still got to do your taxes, so hit up Jessica Anderson. Do them right. Jessica Anderson's been in the game for over a decade at Belmont Tax Services. Get more bang for your buck. Do your taxes. Get your money right. Hit up 562-686-8125. I repeat, 562-686-8125. Ask for Jessica Anderson. Tell Rocky Nass sent you. Late. Welcome back. Welcome back. So, yeah, Novel brought the heat last segment. He did a lot of talking. More talking than me, I think. But the way he brought it is a kind of phone conversation that we have almost... Every day, I think, on huh, Novel. Yeah, every day. And that's one of the main reasons why we started the podcast is because we had these kind of conversations. And I felt like I've been wanting you to bring that for a long time. And this is the first time that people are even getting a even little glimpse of how you really feel on the microphone. I mean, you do it on Instagram, on your, on your memes. But this is the first time I feel like you're bringing passion to the microphone. So that's amazing. But speaking of your Instagram and your passion, the other day you were ranting are you're talking about and you're going off about cops good cops bad cops they hate us we hate them that's the way we grew up is there a reason why you started even having a conversation was it because i know there was a thing i know if you've seen the story there's some like some little black guy he was about i don't know how old he was but he was like in the 20s whatever he's a man but he's walking in a white neighborhood and that and that that army guy that big fucking white guy army guy was chewing he was chewing him out get out of here this is this ain't your area you shouldn't you shouldn't you shouldn't be belong here did you see that at all or no yeah i come to find out the sergeant only lived there for a year okay so why are you the kid lived there longer this is the thing with that and correct me if i'm wrong i feel like if the black guy was the same size as a white guy or even bigger and buffer I wonder if that white guy would still address him the same way or was he even being a bully to a little black guy? Oh, oh most definitely not. He, he wouldn't have spoke to him the way he spoke to him. I don't think so. You know, like, I don't think so it, either. It just, it just don't happen that way. And, and we keep seeing all this shit happen, right? Like just the other day, you see the white guy in the truck and he's dragging a police officer on the damn step of his truck and he's crashing in the cop cars and they do absolutely nothing. They don't even tase him to get him. So that's the fault in our system that I'm talking about right now. You know, it's like, so would you be more, we we, grow up with this fucked up mentality, right? On both ends, on both ends, because if you're from a hood, neighborhood, or you just live in the inner cities or the ghettos, you grow up hating cops. Why? Because it's usually generational. Like, Generation to generation, it's passed down because your family members or your older family members were doing bad shit. They learned to hate the cops. The cops are doing bad shit, and the cops learn to hate the bad guys, right? But on both ends, you're you're bad to the opposite end. You, you know but, what I mean? But going back, like, I, I, I understand what you're saying. But going back to the um that big white guy and the little black guy, 
about the black guy walking into a white neighborhood and you know he's getting harassed by a big white guy and a white the white army guy whatever he was he was saying why are you in this area for blah 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 whatever you know I, I can't quote the person but it was something some similar to that but would you agree or disagree with this if a regular small little white dude was walking in a black neighborhood, let's say Wall, South Central, Harlem, wherever it is, all black neighborhood. Are we saying that the black community wouldn't harass that white guy if not rob him, kill him, or, you know, like, does that happen? Would that happen? Um, yes, it would. Much sure, it happens, but we don't hear about it. You know, people ain't recording that. Yeah, people ain't recording. So, yeah, because why would you record yourself for? Like, because that's what I'm saying, but I'm saying it's just society. Are piece of shits on both sides you know those, oh most definitely like, just like you said you know those good cops there's bad cops there's good people and bad people so on and so on but i'm just saying a white guy couldn't walk in a black neighborhood feeling safe just like a black guy can't walk in a white neighborhood feeling safe and that's the issue it's not it's that's a whole issue where it needs to be solved it, it, it's it, um both sides of the party are guilty of this I, you, you know what? Um, I agree and then disagree because I believe anybody could walk through any neighborhood as long as you can like, you know, when you keep that certain type of energy around you at all times, I believe you can walk through any neighborhood. I believe any white guy can walk through any black neighborhood. Oh, you're I believe crazy. any black guy you're can walk through any white crazy, neighborhood. Bro. I don't care. I just believe it's the I don't way that care you carry how, yourself. I don't care how awesome and amazing your energy is, bro. It's hard times, and if you're in a wrong neighbor, you're going to get fucking jacked. Like, what about street vendors? They don't have good energy. They're just trying to make a fucking living for their family, and they're getting fucking robbed. So, yeah, energy is cool, but just because you give out positive energy, not all cases, you're going to receive it back. In a lot of situations, you will, as far as conversations and this and that. But at the end of the day, if somebody's energy is so negative, they don't do what they're going to do. But I'm saying both sides are guilty. I think... The white, I don't want to say the white people are more guilty of it, but they are more racist, if anything. It's just a proven fucking fact. I don't mean, it just, I don't want to get into the whole racist thing right now. I do want to get into the the cop thing because this is the thing with me and cops, bro. And I have a lot of cop friends. I have cop family members and so on and so on. And they tell me stories about there's gangs in the cop industry in a force, you know, um, there's, 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 you know, there's, there's cop gangs, bro. And this is, a, and, and you did mention on your, on your Instagram, I remember you saying something like the good cops need to step the fuck up. They need, to, they need, and I agree with you because a good cop ain't going to step up because they have an unwritten rule that you can't rat on your partner or you can't rat as somebody on the force. Cause you're then all the cop, the whole fucking force is going to say, fuck this guy. He's a rat. These cops have a gang mentality. They go by gang rules. You know what I mean? They right. can't. So my thing is a cop should be a rat because the cop, that's your job is telling on people. You could, you could tell on people, but you can't tell on your partner. Bullshit. Your job. It, it's, a, it's a pussy mentality. At the end of the day, it's a pussy mentality because you swore an oath. You swore an oath to your community and you swore an oath to your nation to protect and serve. And these motherfuckers aren't protecting and serving. You know, if there's a fault down the line inside your own little fucking tight-knit community, 
You know, you have to cross that blue line every once in a while if you're not protecting and serving or if you believe that that system ain't there to protect and serve. You know, and for me, if you're if you're a good cop and there's a lot of good cops out there and you're in that system and you see something going wrong or something going bad and you don't step up to address it, you're worse than the bad cops out there because you're not mm-hmm. doing nothing. You need to address it. You became a cop to help your community, to mm-hmm. make a better fucking community, to be better in this world. And if you're not doing that, then fucking pack your bags and get the fuck out. Exactly. That, that, easy. Easy. And, and that's what I'm saying. They have the you have a gang member mentality about like who's tough, who's bad. Like who you said, you're supposed to protect the community. And if your partner or somebody, you know, is is making your community bad by harassing citizens for fucking no reason, then you need to tell these motherfuckers. Say, you know what? Fuck this guy. He's a piece of shit cop. He shouldn't have a badge. Like, and that's what I'm that's what you're saying. Good cops need to step the fuck up. Step the no, fuck up. No. Before they go open their mouth to the superiors, they need to check that person that's yep. doing it. Yep. You know, there's levels to this shit. Hey, you see your partner doing something that you don't agree with, that you know, hey, this ain't protecting and serving. This ain't part of the job. You know what I mean? You check that motherfucker. Just like a gang member would check another fucking homie if he was doing something out of line, out yeah. of pocket. He's going to check him first before he goes to the big homie and says, hey, we got to take care of this. You know what I mean? You check your people first. You get you get them, if they step out of line, you put their ass back in line. And if you can't do that, it's time for you to get the fuck out. Yeah, so it's easy, simple and plain. So if you're a cop and you're listening, and I'm pretty sure there's a few cop listeners, if you're a cop and you're listening, if you want people, if you want the community to see cops of being a good guys, because right now you're seen as bad guys. And it's a shame because I know a lot of good cops too. It's a shame that they're all you know portrayed as bad people and it's not. But if you want to turn it around and you want people to see you as a good guys, as a cops, you're supposed to be made to be a hero. Don't you understand that? You're supposed to be the neighborhood hero. We lost yeah. that. We You lost the sight of that. Everybody lost a sight. You're now the villain. And if you want to change that, then you need to change within. You need to change within. You need to change your partners. Or you need to just do something with your whole fucking force. Cause it's a joke now. Fix that shit. Check your fucking partner. You see someone doing bad? Tell hey motherfucker. We're not gang members. We don't act like this. We don't behave like this. We're fucking yep. cops. We're the good guys. We're the good guys. We're not the bad people here. People look, yeah. and if you don't want to get judged by being bad, but you know this guy over here is being bad, so he's making a whole, he's making everybody look bad. Check this motherfucker. Say fuck you, fool. Exactly, and that's what you have to do, Rock. If me and you, we work at the same place, right? Yeah. And I start scamming people. They're yeah. gonna look at you as a fucking scammer too, and you could be the greatest fucking person on the world. Never fucking did anybody wrong. Yeah. Didn't scam nobody. But if you and I work at the same company. And I'm scamming motherfuckers for thousands of dollars. You're a fucking scammer too. What's, exactly. What are you going to do? You're going to check me, right? You're going to be like, hey, motherfucker. You're either going to fucking move away from that, get out of that situation. Good ex- good example. Or, 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 or you're going to stay there and be a, considered a fucking scammer with me. That's the mentality you have to have. And I get it. You know, there's generations and generations of bad policing. And I have... I have a, I have fucking family members that are cops. I have a lot of fucking police friends, and I love, I, I love them. They're amazing people, 
But I do believe they get caught up in fucking wrong, like just wrong, just hard circumstances that it it's easier for us to judge on the outside because we're not in, you know? I get it. I get it. I'm not there. I'm not trying to have a, a career in policing. You are. And I, and But at the same time, if you became a police officer to do the right thing and you're not doing the right thing, you're just failing at it. You're not just failing at your job. You're just failing at being a good human being at that point. There you go. And the purpose is to be a good human being. You know what I mean? A good, you became novel, a cop to keep order. A good example, a, a perfect example, let's look at the Houston Astros. Not everybody on that team was a cheater. There were some people on that team that were probably against them cheating. But because they, they won the World Series, but they got caught cheating, the whole team is looked at as cheaters and the whole team gets booed. But that's because the people didn't step up and tell the manager or whoever is doing it, hey, I'm not about that cheating life. That's not, that's not, that's, that don't look good on me. But they, nobody stepped up, really. So they got covered cheating. So now the whole team, the whole roster, are, are yep. black. Did they look like cheaters? I, you know, I, I don't think of the Astros without thinking cheating. Exactly, and, and you're and you're and you're absolutely right. The manager, right? The person at the top. So this is the thing: we have to change the people at the top yep. in order for the people down the line. You know what? We have a lot of bosses in this world. Yeah. You know, you've had a boss. I've had boss. We all have bosses. We don't have many leaders in this world. Good. We need more fucking leaders. People that are at the front of the fucking line, not just bossing people around, telling them what to do. You know, we need to lead by example. And that's one thing we don't know how to do anymore is lead by example. Because we can talk all the shit, even me. Like, I ain't judging nobody because I don't do shit. You know, I can I can preach about helping the community out and doing this and that. But if I ain't out there with the community, I ain't doing shit. All I'm doing is talking. It. Yep. You know what I mean? So at the end of the day, we have to do more. We have to yeah, do more. And hashtags, it's not what you say you hashtags will do, don't it's count. What you will do and what you are doing. Yeah, and hashtagging shit and posting memes and like not you, but I'm saying people like you can hashtag B O M all you want. You can hashtag whatever you want, but if you're not out there in the streets and you you're out there changing shit, then fuck your hashtags. That don't mean a damn thing unless you're out there really doing it. You know what I mean? And, and, and but but at the end of the day, what does that even mean? You could be out there marching. With whoever the fuck is marching at that particular moment, yeah. but all you're doing is just gathering. But what do you really do? Are you changing your community, or are you just following the trend for that fucking day? Most people just follow the trend for the day. They don't put that fucking extra work in. Oh yeah, I'll call out of work. I'll go march with the people for whatever the yeah, fuck they're marching your steps for. In. You know what I mean? But what happens next weekend? What happens the next day? What happens when another little brown thirteen-year-old gets gunned down by the police? Huh? What happens when another little white and Asian kid are getting shot up? Yeah, you know it's it, it just it, it's 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 a never-ending cycle because people are just temporarily marching for what's right. No one's actually doing the fucking work out there. What happened and to the kids like in cages? Just like, just like march Bible, for them? Right? You can't just preach the Bible. You have to live the Bible, right? Yeah. No, like kids in cages. People marched. I haven't, I haven't heard. It. I haven't heard since Biden's been president. I haven't heard one thing about that anymore. Everybody's all and there's more fucking kids in the cages. Exactly, there's more kids in the cages. But nobody's but talking the about at? that. They're no. talking about it. Yeah, hashtag kids in cages. Where, where's your group at? Where's your fucking hundreds of thousands of people that are marching up to the borders, gonna get these fucking kids out of cages? Who's gonna be there to support them when they get out of the cages and put them in a room? Are you guys gonna buy out the hotels? Are you guys gonna put these kids in a nice bed? And and for how long after that? What are you going to do? Are you just going to keep 
fucking talking about it or are you going to keep doing it? And and that's the one thing I hate. All people can do is talk. All people can do is hashtag. All people can do is follow the trend for the fucking two weeks that it's on and then forget about it and keep living their fucking happy lives. That's all they do. It's all talk. It's a fucking joke. Everything is a fucking joke. Yeah, that's another conversation we can go into, but we ain't got time today. Want to take a small commercial break? We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by... Are you tired of going to the mall and seeing nothing but skinny jeans and silky shirts? Do you want to dress like a man again? Well, go to TripleOGBrand.com. There you'll find some cool shirts, shorts, sweats, even bandanas. Stop being lame and start dressing lame. Go to TripleOGBrand.com. And I think with that being said, uh, as, as Novel said, I, I'm very, very proud of you today, dude. You actually, I was trying to get my word in and you talked over me. And that's amazing, bro. Like, good for you fucking. That's what I mean. You're fucking, you're pat. When you talk about something, you're very passionate about it. And um, I just want to leave it. I, I just want to end the show right now on a high note, bro. That was freaking amazing. Dope as fuck. Thanks. <laughs> hey, now you feel like how I felt on season one, huh? Couldn't <laughs> let you get a word in. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm. I think I'm better getting. I mean, I just. I. I know when to be quiet now. Like I, I study my interviews, and when you talk, for the most part, I'll just be quiet. But yeah, I mean, all, everything you said, I agree. As far as even with the game thing, the girls getting career, cops, and I think it was really good topics we went we went over today. And we could go two hours on this show right right now. And me and Novel actually have more topics we want to talk about, but we're gonna do that again. We're gonna run it back for Friday show. We're gonna keep we're gonna keep going on this shit because I got some stuff about my situationship. <laughs> Novel Novel disagrees with me on this whole situationship that I'm in or that I'm not in. I don't even fucking know anymore. Uh, but Novel, it's been quite a journey. It's been a, a, a four or five months journey, whatever it is. And Novel's always been uh, not against it, but he just um just find out in the next episode. Novel, thank you for coming on, bro. Um, safe yeah, travel, safe travels back. I'll see you at Street Scholars tonight. If you go, if you make it back on time, we have an awesome, awesome schedule coming up for Street um, Street. What is it called? Street Scholars? <laughs> Forgot what it is yeah. now. Street that Scholars. One, that that and, one we created two years ago. <laughs> yeah, and um, prayers to G Money. He's out of the hospital now. He has to go to Thank a specialist God. to go see what's going on with his heart. So I don't know if he's gonna be on a podcast this week or not. We did take a couple weeks off. Um, so anyways, thanks for tuning in. Um, I'll see you guys Friday late.